0: This is the Red Beard Podcast. Hold on to your butt. We really suck. Or is this guy really that good? I have one speed, I have one gear. Go! Hey, yeah, I wanna shoot, baby. Shoot. Ooh. You doing, baby. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Tony from the Red Beard Podcast, and uh, I got my buddy on Skype over here. Coolie. That's right. Yeah, we're in Rhode Island, so uh the weather isn't that great. It is um, you know, Friday, February fifth, and uh it's coming down crazy. So um rather than actually get together and take the drive, we figured we would actually just Skype and, you know, get the show out for you guys. Yeah, man.
1: We uh it got the milk and bread over here.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. So, <laughs> so because that's exactly what I do, man, is I I uh I go outside in the snow and just eat bread and and milk when yeah. it snows. So it's the so. best time to eat it. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, what else are you gonna do? I don't know. Eat other things that that you usually eat. So I would never, I would never just pick bread and milk as my my meal of choice. But I don't know.
1: It's just something about the whiteness of snow that makes me crave milk.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Then bread
1: just keeps it solid. Usually,
0: you know? usually pizza or cookies make me. Uh, crave milk which people think is weird that pizza does that but i don't know
1: it's weird no cookies cookies brownies peanut butter and jelly
0: there you go there you go man all right so um yeah man i'm i'm actually pretty excited because uh you know there's a lot of stuff i want to talk about um being have you heard uh that they're making a top gun 2 it's official (laughs) so what dude top gun 2 is actually happening so um Tom Cruise actually, uh, there was a picture on Twitter with him and the, and the director and, uh, Bruckheimer. yeah, yeah. And he it was actually, uh, his tweet, Brockheimer's, uh, tweet that, you know, he posted a picture of him and Tom Cruise saying that top gun two is official. It's definitely going to be made. Um, they met to kind of talk about how it was going to go down. Um, Tom Cruise is probably going to be doing, you know, I don't know, all his own stunts inside of a jet. <laughs> So like is it but isn't Bruckheimer busy with
1: like CSI Mars or some shit like
0: <laughs> I, I don't know man. honestly I I could give him shit what he's doing because I've always wondered about Top Gun 2 and if it was ever gonna happen. Um, CSI cyborg <laughs> yeah and, On ABC. And, and the thing about Tom Cruise though is you see this picture of him he doesn't age. He looks exactly the same that he did when he filmed the, the the original Top Gun. Maybe, I mean, a little bit older, but not much. You know, it still looks great. And then you got Val Kilmer, who this is the funny part. Val Kilmer actually said that he was interested in doing it like right off the bat when he found out it was going to be released. And then all of a sudden he backed out, which I think is funny because. Probably because Val Kimmel looks like shit now. You know, he doesn't want to necessarily jump at the Top Gun and have people compare him to the way that he looked in the original movie. I mean, he was Iceman. I mean, Iceman, he was in good shape. Like, everybody in that movie was all jacked. and I don't red. know what he- I don't know what he's
1: worried about. Nobody's going to recognize him anyway. <laughs> he's going to be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> they are going to recognize him when somebody
0: play... calls him Ice Man. You are going to be like, "Oh shit, what happened to him?" So... No, they're
1: going to go. They're going to go. Who's this guy that they got to replace Val Kilmer as Iceman?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, dude, he looks horrible. I just can't. That's Val Kilmer.
1: I thought that was. Uh... <laughs> I thought that was Captain Kirk. I thought that was William Shatner. <laughs> I, thought,
0: I hope that you know what I though I actually hope that Val Kilmer steps up to the plate and decides that he wants to do that do, that uh, he wants to do that movie just because it will cause him to actually get back into shape and actually really take it seriously cuz I feel like he's he lost weight then he gained it again and I don't know man it's it's who knows. I just I'm looking forward to Top Gun 2 to see exactly where it would go. But I think the only thing is we're missing a couple things too. If you're familiar with the first Top Gun, Goose died. So obviously that character's done. Yeah. The woman who played his uh love interest, I forgot her name, she um I think is is a full blown lesbian now and doesn't uh look anything like she did in the original Top Gun. Um she's actually I think she's she's a aged- Charlie McGillis? Yes. Yes, her I guess time and age has, has not been uh, kind to her. Let's just put it that way. So I, I don't think that she's planning on coming back. Um, who knows? I mean, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with this. Cause I mean, what, like 30 years have passed. Like what, what is his role now in this? Has he been a fighter pilot the whole time? Is he going to be training somebody new. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting to see what they're going to do with it. So I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, is he a fighter pilot? So probably not. I think he's probably going to be – well, actually, Tom Cruise, sure. Why not be a fucking fight, fighter pilot? So he looks exactly the same. He's still the same dude. Uh, It should be – what they should do is make it a cross between Back to the Future and Top Gun.
0: <laughs> why? Like he hits a portal and goes back in time and is – Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When his jet Absolutely. hits 88 miles per hour, which is right when it leaves the aircraft carrier, yes. it leaves, he just goes yeah. right back inside It's died. like, Doc
1: Brown just found, like, the ultimate fucking vehicle, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's even faster than the DeLorean.
0: That's horrible.
1: And uh, But they could also incorporate elements of Forrest Gump into it, where they just, like, take Top Gun footage yeah. and just gump tom cruise into that footage
0: (laughs) that's so stupid (laughs) oh Oh, man i don't know either way i'm i just
1: i just don't know because it's not the same as it was before man like the world is not the same like people's aspirations aren't i don't know many i don't know many kids that are like i i gotta be a fighter pilot i want to be a i want to be in a You know, a jet, you know, like I don't I don't know anybody who really wants to do that. Like back in the day, that was like a thing because you didn't have, you know, all the video games, movies, all the sources of entertainment, all the different things that people could be. Being an athlete wasn't like, you know, the ultimate goal for some people because they didn't get paid hundreds of millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Like now it's like this is most kids are like, I want to be, you know, a receiver in the NFL. I want to like being a fighter pilot is not like a wondrous thing anymore. You know well, I don't what I
0: mean? No, I feel like it's it's the the amount of it's the people you surround yourself with. Like if you're in the military, you're probably going to be more aware of people that have aspirations to do that. You know, because they're oh, yeah. they're right out of high school, man. You know, they join the army and then you know, or they they go into the marines and then they realize they want to learn how to fly planes and then they transition into the air force. So. I mean, my buddy Jared, who uh, is out in Kansas right now in the military, he uh, is in the army, and he knows people that have, you know, that have aspirations to be in the air force. So I really yeah, think it's just—I sure. just think it's the people that you surround yourself with. Like if you're if you're if we're at like Comic Con, I don't think we're going to be like hanging out with people that like want to meet you know whoever Ralph Macchio and then want to be fighter pilots at the same time. I think it's a different <laughs> type of you know group, but. I don't know. I, I think there are a lot of people out there that, that still do want to do that. I, I kind of disagree there because we wouldn't have fighter pilots. You know what I mean? Well, here's my – here's
1: – listen, if, if you're in the military and you want to be a fighter pilot, I mean I don't think that that's – I don't think that's a good argument against what I'm saying because like you're talking about, oh, you're in the Army and he wants to be in the Air – yeah, because the army's shitty and the fucking Air Force is better and I get more glory being a fighter pilot than I do being an infantryman of course you're going to want, ah, I wish I was a fighter pilot. But if you're like just a a kid, like growing up, like I was a kid growing up when I saw Top Gun and uh, what was the other, Iron Eagle and those, like there was, that was an era where those movies talked to a group of kids that actually had aspirations to do shit like that because there wasn't much else that you could aspire to do. Right. Where nowadays, there's just tons of other shit and I just don't see it being a, a thing where you know hey i want to i want to be a fighter pilot like I, to me I, I don't know that's it's just different now i think it's well, a different era
0: yeah but who now knows, you have man. drones but you know I mean? yeah but who knows i mean you got I, th- I feel like that i feel like the original top gun kind of brought out that that excitement in kids and you know some of them decided that they did want to be you know uh, pilots in some in some degree like my buddy john he is his favorite movies top gun and he's actually like a flight instructor now like he has his his pilot's license and everything like he does that daily so i feel like you know if you're not a fighter pilot it might you know convince some people to learn how to fly so and i feel like this top gun 2 is probably going to maybe hopefully rekindle that that flame and people are going to want to maybe have an interest in it again who knows i mean because it's not something that anybody really there's no movies about it anymore
1: but, I mean, what is it going to be? I mean, is it going to be people sitting in, like, a control room, like, flying drones around? Like, I mean, like, they don't really have... There's How many fighter pilots are there nowadays that go out there and do dogfighting and shit? Like, that, that... I'm saying that time, that era of combat is over. Yeah. Like, so where are we going with this? Like, I don't get it. I don't know. Like, I... is, is Tom Cruise going to put on a headset and sit in front of a monitor? Like, what... That's, that's not as exciting as like you know.
0: To, I mean, well, that, I I honestly feel like he's going to be in a position where Maverick is going to be somewhat of an instructor. Like, like he's, uh, yeah, well, he's rev- he's he's basically looked up to. I mean, he the whole joke about Top Gun, you know, oh, I was inverted. Like, nobody, everybody called bullshit on that because they thought it was impossible for him to actually do that. But he he actually was up in the air, and the whole thing was like. You know, Iceman hated him at the beginning. He's like, I don't like you when you're up in the air because you're dangerous and you put everybody else at risk. But he was doing things that normal pilots wouldn't do, which is why he actually ended up saving the day and would actually, you know, like he's got like a guy on his ass. Right. Like chasing him, going hundreds of miles an hour. And what he does is he actually he flies above the guy, hits the brakes in his plane and the other guy flies by and then he's behind him right on his ass and can blow him out of the sky. Like, yeah, that's not in the that's not in the training manual like they don't teach you how to do that Like he was just doing that stuff Which is why everybody didn't like him when they flew because he did they didn't they couldn't predict what he was going to do And he and he did things that were dangerous, but were also smart So I feel like other pilots could be coming into him knowing who he is and what he did and And look up to him as somebody that you know did things that were that might actually be like the tricks of the trade So you're getting to learn from this guy you know, and he probably goes up there and, and probably has a couple mavericks in his class that he needs to kind of shut down. So I think it'd be interesting to see where his life has gone since the the first one. I I, th- I mean, I think that could be a good plot line. Who knows? You know? Yeah, okay. All right. So Well, well speaking
1: see. of pilots, right? Yeah. There's uh <laughs> Rogue One, bro. I saw some uh, I I saw some uh, like information about Rogue One that got me really excited. I don't know if you saw this yet, but I was online and you know I saw that Darth Vader is actually going to have like a huge role in this movie. Yeah. And it's weird because it shouldn't have blown my mind, but it blew my mind because I wasn't thinking about when it was set, like the right. time frame that it was set in. And all I kept hearing about and reading about was how this was about the X-wing fighter squadron that you know stole the plans for the Death Star and whatnot and. I'm just like, all right, cool. This is going to be a cool movie. And I'm thinking that it's going to be all about that, focused on them. They're probably going to introduce some new villains, blah, blah, blah. But then after I got the information, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, holy shit, this is going to be a movie about Vader. But
0: right. they're not
1: calling it Vader, right?
0: No, they can't. I don't think they should.
1: No. No, I think, I think focus on the heroes, but having Vader as your main villain, I was like, I was like, "Holy shit!"
0: Do you think that? So, <laughs> do you think they'd ever have had, have Hayden Christensen come back? No, because <laughs> I know that you have a, a hatred for him in, in yeah. that role.
1: No, yeah, he, yeah, no, they they can't do it. They can't bring him back. It's what, all over. Do you, do you it's think, all over for Hayden in Star Wars?
0: Do you? But do you think that's like a worldwide like hatred, or do you yeah. think really a lot of people yeah. hated him as? Yeah, yeah, you for think sure. Did kind you of like whiny? Him as Anakin? Yeah, he got whiny.
1: I mean, did you like him as Anakin?
0: I liked, yeah well I, there was there were certain moments where i i did I didn't mind him, but I felt like he did get kind of like whiny in like the third movie, you know um i I hated the second movie, episode two, I fell asleep, you know, I think I watched it again at somebody's house, but like it was because we were snowed in and it was what was on, and we were just like <laughs> we were like, oh cool, let's watch this, and like. You know, we were having a couple drinks and we were just cracking on everything. But I mean, it was it was shitty movie. Um, The first one, I did like episode one and I thought him as Anakin in the first movie was good. Yeah, you get
1: Kane hotter or something like that, right?
0: Well, it was.
1: uh, No, I mean, like for, for Vader in this movie, you get somebody like a Kane or. Yeah. Or somebody who's who's used to playing like a villainous role, like where you're like a. You know, you're just this dude that's like in a mask and just fucking shit up. Like that's Vader all day, yeah, right.
0: Because it's going to be more about physicality. I mean, you're going to have if it's. I mean, so in Rogue One, I mean, this is this going to be uh, because this is going to bring me to my point. But if you're talking about this storyline, are we going to see Vader before that shit happens to him, and he has to put on the the mask? Because in because at the end of Episode Three he was in that suit indefinitely.
1: Yes. Yes. It's going to be, it's going to be when he's in the suit.
0: Okay, cool. Because if you're going to get somebody to play him in the suit,
1: hold on one sec. Yeah. Hold on one sec, please. Because this is driving me insane. I don't know if you can hear it.
0: Oh, your puppy. Yeah. I can yes. Go. No worries. I'm going to keep talking. So yeah, my question is this, if you have somebody, if if he's going to be in the suit the entire time, I mean, that's awesome. Right. Because who won't, doesn't want to see Darth Vader in his suit. Um, once he's in the suit, he becomes just hardcore. And I think it would be interesting to see who would play him and take on that physicality. Because obviously I'm assuming they're going to have James Earl Jones come back and do the voice. I mean, cause he's alive and why wouldn't they? Um, yeah. So they would have him come back and do the voice, but you got to have That's somebody... the only thing
1: that you bring back is James Earl Jones.
0: Yeah. But I think you got to have somebody who can take on the physicality of that character, um, in, a realistic way, you know, where it doesn't look like, I mean, it's kind of the same thing with, um, you know, when we had alien versus predator, you know, right. like you watch the predators and it looks like a bunch of football players in predator suits running around. Whereas when you had Kevin Peter hall doing it in the, in the first and second movie that it had a, a specific physicality that was alien, like, and it moved like in a specific way, you know? So I just feel like you want somebody that brings Darth Vader's like essence and physicality to, That suit instead of just some dude who's like going to be able to walk around and, and, you know, match James Earl Jones's voice. Right. Right.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. You bring it, you bring back James Earl Jones. You bring back um, Peter McDermott. The. uh, Is it Peter McDermott?
0: I think so, yeah. Sean
1: McDermott. I'm not sure, but it's the dude that played uh, Palpatine. Okay. Bring him back because Palpatine's got to be in it. And. That's it. Those are the only two things that you bring back from the old from the old guard.
0: Gotcha. I mean, that makes sense. It completely makes sense. Um, I don't think you have to bring back anything else. No. It's uh, not,
1: one of the things that they uh, said though is that he's just gonna. I mean, Vader's just gonna be badass. They're gonna they're gonna have him using the force in new and creative ways. Um, you know, like basically like using the force to position like people in front of laser blasts to use them as human shields and blah blah blah. And, and I think that's going to be awesome. But the only problem that I have with that is that when we see Vader in Star Wars, like, like does he regress? Like, is there a reason why he doesn't use any of that shit from Star Wars on? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know. Like that—that's the only problem with these prequels, sequels, all this shit—is that the first three movies, as they stand, uh, just kind of—they're not as potent because you have all this like other shit going on. That's like, like even before Star Wars. It's like, you know, in the prequel movies, you have Anakin doing all this crazy shit that Vader doesn't do. Right. Like, his fighting style is completely different. They're basically poking each other with lightsabers when he's fighting Obi-Wan. True, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, those are the only things that kind of that jump out at me. But, you know, you kind of got to forgive it because it was like the 70s versus you know technology today so you kind of got to imagine that they were fighting better when they fought each other in Star Wars but I don't know whatever
0: well I don't know either way I mean Rogue One I think sounds like an awesome concept just because it's it's based around Vader I mean that's just going to be one of the most badass villains of all time and we get to actually find out a little bit more about him you know so I'm I'm, because I didn't read the books I know that some people did but I think there's going to be stuff in the movie that wasn't in the books too Mm -hmm. Um, so that'll be that'll be interesting um by the way um i did want to um see if you saw the new suicide squad trailer it's got like the queen um yes like like, soundtrack to it i thought that was awesome man
1: yeah that shit was great man uh dude the the music did it for me
0: yeah that perfect song
1: what they did was uh I, i have a feeling like the producers were like hey did you see the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer? You see how they did that? We should do that for Suicide Squad. Right?
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously.
1: And and they did it and it worked because I have the same I had almost the same feeling that I had when I saw the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. Like it was it was so well done that it was cut perfectly. Um, the part where you know they they're all like, you know, cocking their weapons like you hear the ch- 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 and then all of a sudden you got Captain Boomerang popping the top of a beer can. Right, and it's like this almost the same sound, but then he like tries to take a quick swig of it before he's getting shot at. Like that shit is fucking dope, man. Like this shit looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun, a lot of action. Um, Harley Quinn is fucking looks fantastic, oh, right?
0: She, I, the girl playing Harley Quinn, I just think I think as Harley Quinn, I've always said this. Even I mean, I think everybody thinks Harley Quinn is hot in some respect, and she's pulling it off. And one of the things I really like is that. What's that scene? It's the scene in the trailer where like everybody's around her and she's acting a little crazy. And she's like, oh, she's like, whatever. She's like, I'm kidding. Like, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, you know, she's tapped. And then know? she's like,
1: that's not what they really said. But like, so in other words, she's saying I'm kidding, but not kidding about the voices in my head because those were there.
0: <laughs> that's, yeah, exactly. You know? So good. And uh, and Jared Leto's character as the the Joker is getting more and more dark. Like just his laugh, I think, is great. Mm-hmm. And I love how everybody kind of shit on that when it first came out. They're like, "I don't like the way he looks," but it's like, you know, everybody said that about Heath Ledger, and then Heath Ledger killed it. So no, um, I still
1: I'm... don't like the way he looks. I still don't think I, I hate. I hate that he looks like uh, you know Tupac Shakur got <laughs> bleached. You know, like I, I, I just you know, it's like he's got thug life written across his belly and a fucking damage on his forehead. I just think it's uh. I don't know. It's a little much. I just can't see the Joker sitting still long enough to get a fucking tattoo, let alone all of those tattoos on his body. Um, So, so yeah, that bothered yeah, me. Yeah, well, maybe day. this
0: happened before he turned Joker.
1: Oh, so he got the tattoos before that? Yeah. So he got it, the ha-ha-ha, the yeah. big Joker smiles, the J's, the fucking all that shit before he turned into the Joker?
0: I think so, man. You never know. Maybe there's a story behind it. You know, maybe he's I – it's, Let's it's, see. It's, <laughs> no, it's cool to actually think about that. You know, like – you know, maybe who who knows? I mean, you, dude, you want to go crazy with it? All right. Like he was into like he was into the Joker symbol on a playing card and decided to get like tattoos revolving around that. And then all of a sudden he went fucking nuts. You know, I don't know. Who knows? Sure. I mean, it's a really far fetched theory and it probably isn't going to be realistic at all, but it's a theory, you know,
1: because like the, the, the idea of him becoming the Joker is because like his skin turned white and he. Basically decided to take on the clown. You know.
0: Yeah, you understand that I'm like throwing, I'm playing devil's advocate right now. I, I know. <laughs> so <laughs> so. so I, I,
1: I don't know. Like the fact that, the, like, what came first, the Joker or the Egg? I don't know. Who, who knows?
0: Yeah, right. I'm looking for. I think. I think it's he's going to do a good job with it, and everybody's shitting on it. But like I said, man, everybody's shit on. Heath Ledger before the fucking movie came out and ended up being the, being one of the best jokers of all time, if not the best.
1: Yeah, my, my news my new way of looking at things is I'm gonna give it like every opportunity to hang itself. Like I mean, I I am going into this movie thinking it's gonna be fucking amazing. Like I am going to let myself believe it will be amazing. And if it falls short of my expectations, then fuck it. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then you know, then it's it's an amazing movie. It's gonna be fucking great, right? So like, I'm going into the saying, "Hey, this movie's gonna be great. I can't wait to see it." And then when I see it, if it lets me down, then uh, I then whatever. I just don't go see it twice.
0: True, hey, and then you could save some of your lunch money. You know. Yeah, you
1: know, for to for more movies.
0: For more movies, um, <laughs> dude. You know what? Speaking of things and what to expect, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, about valentine's day not just because you know it's valentine's day and i get to chill with my my future wife but um you know it's also the day that the walking dead comes back so so i think this is what's gonna happen i'm probably gonna dvr it because (laughs) i can't just be well i don't know i'm i'm actually gonna probably go out like like to dinner or something and then Mm -hmm. watch the walking dead after as like a way to close out valentine's day um, I can't because okay. I, I, I do what if I'm not home in time I gotta have the DVR set oh you know? y'all
1: make plans and then you get
0: cozy and cuddle up on the couch and she's not, a, she's not a walking dead fan <laughs> like, uh-huh. doesn't even know where we're at man Becca what's wrong with you so she just doesn't she doesn't watch it but um you know I don't know actually I'm nothing nothing
1: is wrong with you Becca I apologize you know I so sorry. Thank you so much for allowing us to uh, go and see Deadpool.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, man, which we are going to talk about. Um, no, I, I will say that, though, man. Like, honestly, I'm excited to see where this is going to go. I've heard a lot of different things. I was talking to Don the other day, and I guess um, there's some, you know, there's some sites online that actually always have, you know, like, like spoilers. They, their whole existence is just a spoilship shit for people because they're mm-hmm. assholes. And people have gone, or have been around, going on the set, and they actually have, um, they showed there was a photo or a video that somebody took as the scene was being uh, recorded, where a Negan comes up with a bat and comes down on somebody, but it was so far away that you couldn't actually see who was getting hit. Like they specifically, it was almost kind of like blocked out in it, at the angle of it, you couldn't tell who it was. And I think that that was actually. Somebody crew that was on the set was given permission to do that. Like that was specifically done and filmed in a certain way where it didn't show anything, but they kind of put it out there to Mm -hmm. get people all like excited about the season and thinking, I think that was a plant. Yeah. Like it was, it was pre-planned. So I don't know, man, someone's getting hit in the head with a bat. And my theory is that it's not going to be Glenn. My theory is it's going to be Maggie. (laughs) Because she's got a kid, and how fucked up would that be if she gets killed? Well, uh, I can see that. I mean, like,
1: you know, Judith is alive. Yeah. Right? Right. She's not alive in the comics. Right. So we are due one brutal baby
0: death. This I, and, could be it. And, and this could be it, man. And the thing is, is... Everybody who has read the graphic novels is probably thinking like, oh shit, like Glenn, you know, he was supposed to die and then he, you know, whatever. But then he gets clocked by Negan, you know what I mean? So whatever, you know, he gets a bat to the face. But I also think that it would be even more fucked up if Maggie got killed after Glenn has gone through all this to actually get reunited with her again. (laughs) Like he's with her for a limited amount of time. They both know they have a kid come and then boom, that's it. And then Glenn's <laughs> just like in like the worst place he's ever been. So, yeah, I mean, I, I could see it. I, and then Glenn blows his that's own head not off.
1: What happens. <laughs> so I hope that's not what happens only because like Maggie's character progression in the comics after Glenn's death is one of my favorite things about the walking dead. Yeah. The comic book. And Glenn's death actually played a huge role in her, you know, becoming the person that she is in the comics, and I want to see that with, with uh, Maggie's character on the show. So, I don't know. Was, but one of the things about the show that I really enjoy is that it can catch me off guard and catch me by surprise about a lot of things. So maybe this is one of those things.
0: Yeah, man. I, I honestly think that this this season, especially with Negan coming into the picture, is going to be, uh, is going to be a big game changer.
1: Yeah i can't wait to see i can't wait to see jeffrey dean morgan in there as as negan uh what a great casting choice
0: yeah he's gonna kill it man i i i don't even know what to expect with this season anymore because they've done so many twists and turns with it like the first one that kind of caught me really off guard was i was like oh shit awesome ethan Embry's in this and then the first fucking episode he goes out you know it's just like (laughs) all right whatever like cool that was a good good time you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm. It catches me off guard all the time. So, this is just another step in the Walking Dead franchise that we have to accept. So,
1: yeah, you might you know. see lots of that. Uh, <clears throat> like, you know, people that are, uh, you know, like guest appearances, like cameos, uh, like that. Just want to be on the show, like yeah. because it's such a cult classic now.
0: Yeah. Well, one of my one of my friends who who you know, um, who are, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave his name out, but. He actually uh, is pretty friendly with Greg Nicotero, like literally talks to the guy like pretty regularly and um, has kind of got a little bit of a hookup, I think, to go down there and actually be one of the walkers. Nice. Um, But and that's badass, man. I mean, they they don't Greg Nicotero is when I say friendly with this guy, I mean, he's like legit friends with him. So he's kind of hooking him up, but they they don't use different people for the walkers. They actually use like like SAG screen actors guild you know like union people to play walkers like they're they're you know the same group of people that just play different walkers continuously so um yeah that's
1: pretty cool like i mean like i get and i get why i mean it's like you you have the same set of people like they're trained to know what you're expecting out of a zombie exactly you don't have to keep training them every scene season you don't have to like come up with new contracts and like have people sign shit and Like you have the same group of people and like you have so many of them that you can alternate them and you always forget that you've seen this particular guy before two seasons ago. You know what I mean? So it's like it's – it works. The magic doesn't die because of it.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. I I am – I'm psyched to actually see if my buddy gets in that because – I can't say this because if I say it's going to give away who it is. I'll I'll tell you about it later but – Anyway, um, yeah, he's he's pumped to actually get in there, and I think he's going to be going down to, uh, in the spring, actually this spring, he's going to be going down to Atlanta or wherever they're filming to actually do like a day or two shoot. So uh, when he's done, we're going
1: to get him on the show again.
0: Yeah, we are definitely because I want to hear uh, more. about I, dude, I even offered. I was like, I will drive you down there mm-hmm. just if I can like get on the set. I don't even want. I don't even, like. I I would love to be in it. Like I know they need like a red-headed zombie at some point, but. <laughs> But I just want to get in there. I would love to just be on the set and see how everything is filmed. And you know, it's anytime I've been on a movie set, it's an awesome experience. And I can only imagine how badass the Walking Dead set would be. Um, Uh, It's gonna be great, dude. Just Just... to see those actors do their thing would be awesome. Um, But anyway, um, let's just talk about it, man. Last night, you and I uh, had access to an advanced screening of Deadpool. Yeah, and uh, it was fucking perfect dude deadpool was awesome uh and let and let's just before we get into the actual movie i just want to say that you and i have kind of agreed that we want people to enjoy this movie as much as we did so we are not going to spoil anything for you guys um we're going to talk about probably how much we liked it um there really wasn't much that i could say i personally didn't like um So, but we're not going to ruin anything for you guys. So, you know, please don't feel like you have to turn off the the show right now because we're not going to do that. Yeah,
1: there's one thing that I am going to talk about and I'll probably just get out of the way right now because they're like, I mean, everything that we're going to say about this movie is going to be positive, right? Yeah. Except this one thing that I'm going to mention right now.
0: I think I know what it is.
1: And it's just for me. Colossus, we all know Colossus is in the movie. And I'm not spoiling anything by saying that. And you've all seen the trailer and what he looks like in the trailer. And in the movie, like, there are just scenes where, and I gotta, I gotta say, this could be a positive, but right now it's a negative, but until I sort it out in my head and figure out where this is all going, uh, he's, his suit, like that makes him like the suit that they have him in as, as an actor to make him Colossus, it's like totally rubber. Did you notice that?
0: Uh, I mean, did it like, Did it stand out to you? No, it didn't because I was actually kind of focusing on that. Like I didn't really, I didn't really see any kind of like like folds in it where it looked like it was rubber. You know what I mean? It
1: was most noticeable when, and I'm not going to. How do I not spoil it? When he's so there's there's a scene where he is seated in a vehicle. Okay. Okay, in the back seat of a vehicle, and. You know, he's kind of hunched over and like kind of wrapping his arms up and whatnot. But I mean, like when he's sitting in the back of that vehicle, I'm looking at him and I'm like, okay. so like I see all the folds, every single fold that you could possibly see in a rubber suit. You can see it now. There's two things that I think they could be doing in that in that instance. And being a Fox production, they did Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeah. And in Rise of the Silver Surfer, the Silver Surfer had that rubbery look to his suit. And it being a Deadpool movie and Deadpool always breaking the fourth wall. Like, I'm thinking maybe we're seeing Colossus's appearance through the lens of Deadpool, where he has that kind of almost fake look to him. And if that's the case, then I totally forgive it because that's totally in. The realm of what you would do in a Deadpool movie, but I don't know in the only and this says a lot about the movie because I don't know if they were do if they were being that smart about it and being that um, that meta and if they were then bravo because they were throughout the rest of the movie. The rest of the movie was entirely that, you know, no, I mean? they were
0: literally shitting on everything, but it was but it was working. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that could be just a joke in itself that, you know, they didn't go out and, and articulate that, but it was just there for you to figure out right. I, I mean aside from that man, which I didn't really notice I mean I think And it wasn't that, that it wasn't a big deal for
1: me it was no. just a small negative thing that that stood out to me but and I know some people are probably going to shit on it but I'll be honest with that that particular thing not the movie because nobody's going to shit on this movie this movie does not deserve to be shit on at all
0: No it was it was awesome so I just want to say the entire experience last night was great because we so we walk in we get our we get our Passes where I have the passes I got the tickets We walk in and then Speaking that it's the screening They always have like some guy That comes out and just kind of like <laughs> I know where you're going with this There's, You know where I'm going already Yeah, They always have some guy that comes out and has to like Tell everybody to not turn on their Phones and shit But the guy came out and like he did his Little speech and he's like You know I'm from uh, A piracy company and make sure you guys Put your phones away don't take your Fitbits, don't shake your eye watches, don't shake your whatever, he's like, because we will kick you out of the theater. And, like, after he walked away, I looked at Cooley and I was like, because I was laughing and you were like, What's, what are you laughing at? I was like, dude, is it me or does he just sound like fucking Matt Foley, the original, like the motivational speaker? <laughs> you know, like, you guys are here for a screening. Don't shake your Fitbits, your watches. We're going to take you. You want a theater like, <laughs> just, <laughs> and, he, and he looked exactly not exactly like, dude, he was missing the glasses and the slick back hair and the really bad yeah. plaid jacket, but dude, like, body type exactly the same, yeah, like, exactly the same. He
1: was Chris Foley.
0: yeah. And then he, I like how he came out and had to do it like a second time because like four other people walked in. He's like, just so you know, guys, don't take your phones out, i kick you. <laughs> out of theater <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> and he like points to the door
0: <laughs> yeah like we didn't know where we came in from um the other thing too is i love I, I have an apple watch i love it right and so i thought it was funny that he called it an iWatch. watch but i i i was he's like you know don't check your uh your I, I watch or your fitbit like dude fuck you man it's a watch and he was like do you think that my Apple watch can record the screen? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, so like there were times in the theater where I legit checked like notifications and like check the time. And I was waiting for him to come over. Cause I was going to be like, really? But he didn't. Cause it's no point. Um, but aside from that, I mean, they, uh, what am I
1: bootlegging with a fucking Fitbit man? Like seriously?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I got some audio. Um, not or, even, you no, can't, you, no, can't, exactly. You can't even all get Fitbit audio. Fitbit does yeah. is like record like your steps and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was this many steps away from the screen, <laughs> but I will say that the movie definitely delivers on, on every aspect as far as comedy, as far as action, as far as Ryan Reynolds in, you know, in, um, engrossing the character, you know what I mean? Like he really, he really dives into this character and, and there were, there were definitely some moments in the film without giving anything away specifically, but there were moments in the film where they took the time to make fun of the fact that he already played a version of Deadpool in Wolverine Origins that was just a piece of shit. So, <laughs> you know, and, they, and they cracked on that, you know, and I, yeah. and I really like that because Ryan Reynolds has come out and said that he apologizes for, you know, really kind of, you know, portraying that version of Deadpool to fans that really know the character well because that wasn't Deadpool at all. Um, and, and he really, I think, took this character seriously because he wanted to please the fans and kind of, you know, get a... Not everybody gets a second chance to play a character, you know, like that or, or a new version of a character. You know, Wolverine's... You know, granted, Wolverine has been played by Hugh Jackman multiple times because he's fucking awesome at it. But, you know, if if Wolverine sucked, they might not have given him a second chance to do it again. You know, he's, he's gotten a chance to actually do Deadpool the right way and do... I think you and I completely agree that they did this the right fucking way.
1: Yeah, dude, it's very, it's not very often that you get a sample of something and that sample is indicative of what you're going to get throughout the entire experience. So example, you you hear the first single off an album, right? And you love it. And then you buy the album, like 90% of the album is shit. There's two good songs, right? You, you, you go to Sam's Club and they give you a taste of a fucking meal and then you buy the whole meal and, like, the only thing that tastes good is the shit they gave you a sample of, right? Right. Um, This movie, like, they show you a trailer, multiple trailers, multiple uh, TV spots, multiple little clips and, you know, promotional ads and little, uh, you know, posters and things on Twitter. They show you all this stuff and you're looking at it and it's like... This is all very funny. This is all great. This is all awesome. You know, is the movie really going to be like that? Let me I mean, it's safe to say, right, that this movie is just that stuff over and over and over and over again until you are just like sitting there with your with your fucking jaw dropped.
0: Just oh, was great in
1: awe. And loving every minute of
0: it. I loved how the I, I like the comedy of it though too, because it's like, you know, you go to a Deadpool movie and you you're looking for comedy because of the personality of the character. But I mean Ryan Reynolds just like killed it with the sarcasm. Mm-hmm. And like even I mean, even in the opening credits, I mean they're cracking on like who directed it, who produced it, <laughs> like calling people names and shit, like like, yeah. Oh, directed by this douchebag. You know, or directed by a douchebag. You know, it's yeah. like it's just funny. You know, you're laughing the entire time, and even at the in the credits, you know, they had some really funny like animations. So, right. um, and by the way, um, I, as there is in every Marvel movie, there is a scene that I recommend all of you stick around till until the end. Um, I can't tell you what they're referencing because if I do, it's going to ruin it. But, um, if if you are a fan of of um. Oh God! I don't even want to say it, man. No, if
1: you're a fan of Deadpool, it's perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you're a fan of Deadpool, I mean, it's it was it was right away. I knew exactly what movie it was from. Like like right away, I was I just started laughing. You know, he didn't even have to say anything because I knew what he was going to say. Um, and it was it was great. It was great, and I love how you they keep people were kind of like, "Is that is that really it?" And it was, and it was kind of like, "No, fuck you. That's it." And it was great, and I love that they ended it like that. So yeah,
1: and it's uh. For Christ's sake, stay away from the internet. Don't let anybody spoil the ending for you because the, the, the after credit scene is really the icing on the cake for this movie and really tied everything together. There are cameos from other characters um, that most audience members are not gonna know who they are, unless you're a, a true Deadpool fan and have read the comic and, and you know, have been a faithful follower. You're not. There are certain characters that you're not gonna know, but if you know them, then it enhances the experience by like a hundred times. Because like, and and even if you don't know them, like Tony, I I noticed Tony like you know laughing his ass off at a couple of scenes, and I'm sitting there, I'm I'm internally laughing even harder because I know where the shit came from and I know what it was about, so it's just great that they did it in a way that they could get everybody involved and get, and keep the whole audience happy and involved and loving it and still give stuff to the fans. There are no Easter eggs. Like they have Easter baskets, like Easter eggs are hidden. They just put the fucking surprises right in your face. Right. So everything is an Easter basket. (laughs) You know, you're getting all the candies right up front.
0: And I will say, I mean, so the movie for me, and I don't know if you noticed this and I, I I didn't really uh, articulate this or verbalize this yesterday, but I enjoyed the entire movie, everything. The only part of this experience (laughs) that I didn't enjoy was the woman that was in the same row as us that was, like, three seats down to my left. Like, something would pop up that was funny that, like, I'd probably be like, and she was like, ha! Like, (laughs) And I'm just like, (laughs) I'm like, obviously, like... It's if it's that funny, like you, like you know what I'm saying? It was just like she was like, ha ha ha, ha, ha. like, <laughs> just like no one fucking laughs like that. Like, chill the fuck out. Like, it's not that funny. This is the opening credits. Like, yeah, you know, I, 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 I
1: thought I, I had the feeling that she was a hype man planted <laughs> by 20th Century Fox. It's like, all right, when something funny happens, you need to like get the crowd going, just laugh, <laughs> laugh as hard as you can. <laughs>
0: oh my god like that was the only thing that annoyed me like there were certain things that i found funny and i was like haha and she was like wow like jesus (laughs) christ lady eat some popcorn and she clearly was so but uh have a snicker yeah yeah oh my god (laughs) yeah funny not gonna be funny but i have to mention it because i said i would before the movie starts yesterday i'm you know whatever i had like a something to drink whatever like a red bull and i'm just like i'm ready to go i'm like let's do this and cooley like you know smuggled in some snacks and like i completely like forgot he was eating like something and all of a sudden like he just without even saying anything he just puts this bag in front of me and he goes you want a snicker (laughs) I, i don't know why it was just so funny to me and i was like yeah and you were like well they're like, no, you can have one. It's a Snicker. It's not. You can't have multiple Snickers, like, <laughs> even though it says Snickers on the back. I was like, all right, <laughs> so whatever. It was. It's not going to be funny to you guys, but it was funny to me. Yo, you want a Snicker? But um. But anyway, no. Awesome time. Awesome time, guys. Go check out Deadpool, as I'm sure all of you are going to. It is definitely going to be the movie of uh of I think the next couple months. Actually, it's probably going to be in theaters for a while. Um, and we did not really get to, um, take advantage of the ask Ryan, you know, barrage of, of questions that he got on Twitter this afternoon, um, because we found out a little bit late, but, uh, there is a video up there about, uh, which I'm, I'm dying to watch where it actually, um, he talks about limits that Deadpool has, like what he as an actor will do and will not do. So, um. I don't know. I'm interested to see, you know, what he considers crossing the line because they crossed the line multiple times last night. Um, but anyway, um, that's all we got this week. Um, we're going to finish it up with one more thing. Um, you know, a couple of things schedule related, and this is pretty much going to be something to just keep an eye on. So we have kind of agreed that, um, you know, Redbeard podcast is our main focus. We, we want to give you guys a great show every week. Um, and, You know, it's no secret that I have another show called Tony flying solo and cooley has got um, hanging with Cooley on on Fridays. What we're going to do is we're actually going to put the solo shows um, not on a complete hiatus, but they're going to be kind of like a once a month type deal. Um, I'm mostly looking to release um, every episode of Tony flying solo in the middle of each month. Um, so it'll be once a month um, if it's going to be more frequent than that then I'll release an episode if I feel that there's something else that I really want to talk about that we don't discuss on on Redbeard. but um, we really want to just focus on our podcast and make it the best that it can be without trying to focus on two other solo shows so um, and we are going to be releasing the podcast on Fridays um, that way we kind of have the whole week to see if there are any new information that comes out over the course of the week and then kind of give you our feedback on Fridays and hey you know, Cooley and I like to check out kind of an advanced screening or, you know, maybe like a Thursday night midnight show. And then we could always talk about that on Friday and get the episode out. So just want to make sure you guys are aware of that. So do you have anything to add to that, buddy? Uh No, you hit everything on the head. Sweet, man. So um with that being said, guys. Um, hope everybody enjoys their weekend. We will catch you next Friday um, Redbeard Podcast, and we are going to have some man on the street stuff coming. I know we said that a couple times, but uh, it is on the way. It's in the work. So we'll yeah, catch next you guys. Friday, next yeah. Thursday
1: night uh, is the official Deadpool release. Yeah. So maybe if I'm not working, maybe if you're not working. Maybe we can go and hit that up and do some man on the street stuff there, and just talk to people in line and and uh, see what they're excited about, and talk to them after the movie, see what they thought, you know, and and that's what we'll do on the uh, on the show for Friday.
0: Yeah, man, that sounds like a plan. All right, all right, guys, we'll catch you next week.
1: Later, peace.